up, guys? Uh, welcome to the Deviant Gentleman Podcast. My name's Shane Vitto, alongside my co-host, Tommy Vext. Yo, yo. What up? I'm fucking, I'm stoked on the new intro. Yeah, not bad, That's right? tight. No masters. No yeah. masters here. Um, real quick, Tommy just uh, had his bandana on uh, because of the COVID thing, and he said- uh, Well, first of all, it's because, <laughs> it's because- I didn't know if he like was in a militia the, or the what. Guard, the guard at the, front, at the front door here thinks he's a special ops. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you come in with no mask duties on, you get fucking tackled. But Tommy yeah. just took it off and he said he feels like a, 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 gold, a golden, a golden retriever, retriever in a, in a, in a in middle a, class middle white, class family. white family. family. In an upper middle class white yeah, family. I was like, good. why am I? I'm like, is my boy, my name's Cowboy now? Like, what's going yeah. on here? Um, Holy shit. So fucking A, dude, you know? Yeah. Shit's on fire. People are angry. Yeah. It was crazy, man. It was crazy. We uh, So how? What's your what's your neighborhood look like? Um, so really I'm, so where I am in like mid city Koreatown is kind of like one area is MS 13 and then across the street is like a nice neighborhood. It's yeah, that yeah. drastic, right? The thing is though, you're in K town and you know about the Koreans, the Korean rooftop men. No. Oh, so in, in 1992 in the LA riots, oh, they're back. Koreans are no joke. They go, they like, cause they own small, they own small businesses right. and stuff. The men are notoriously, notoriously second amendment, uh, uh, enthusiasts, these motherfuckers have all the guns, and they what they do is they line up on the, the roof. roofs of all their yeah. businesses. Well, they they've all... been down this road before, guys. Yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah. They get but it. don't go to K Town. No, you'll get shot. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. Well, they really uh, don't care. It's crazy. the good news is that I live in a shitty enough area of town that no one cares to ruin anything. Um, That's true. So yeah, I mean it's you know it's it hasn't my but you know two blocks down the street is Melrose, Fairfax, all that shit. And then the other side is Mayor, the mayor's house, and there's been choppers and every other fucking thing because everyone's been in front of his house. So technically, where I live is fine. It's just kind of the surrounding. So basically, areas. the mayor lives uh, in the neighborhood in between. So basically, the neighbor has used the Asian community to block himself from the MS-13 <laughs> yeah. gang activity. He's shielding himself. He's trying to because he knows M the Koreans have guns. That's right. He's trying to start MS-14. This them. is crazy. I can't wait to read the comments in the YouTube's. Um, <laughs> So you just dropped that uh, the Busta Rhymes joint, dude. I did, I did, I did. Um, I did a so the so Babbles has a Patreon, and basically we've been putting up. I mean, it's probably going to be a full album. We put up a bunch of unreleased material as soon as COVID started, and then we went in the studio and we've been doing uh, just covers uh, while the band is writing the third record. So everybody is in. We are like in full writing mode, and then one day a week. Like I'll run in the studio and sing the vocals. Like everybody records at home, and um, you know we did we did a bunch of stuff, and so we did uh, we did a bunch of rock songs. I did a song with Chris Daughtry, which was a that's cover right. of Temple of the yeah. Dog. Um, that shit bangs. Hunger too. Strike. Yeah, have you that's put, not. Have you that's not that out? Out? No, it's no. not. That's not out. That's not coming out. Yeah, That'll that come out. Ha, yeah, there's like I got to hear it. Ha ha. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's been interesting. I did the I did a Buster Rhymes. I literally did the verse from the Chris Brown song "Look at Me Now." Yeah, and uh, bro, I was it's like, so fast, and it's the same as Buster Rhymes when you go, "What?" Yeah, it's the same. It's the exact same tempo. It's it. I didn't do it the first time. Do you think a it white guy a could bunch. do that? Could Eminem do that verse? Um, uh, I don't know if it's a race thing. I, if he practiced, because Eminem has some fast. Do you just stuff. have to have like enough soul in your blood to get that across. I don't know. I don't know what it is. The first time I heard it, I was like, "Yo." Because the the real first time I heard anything like that was on 2000's Extinction Level event, and Buster Rhymes had Mr. Cal on a track, and, and it was called Is They Wildin' With Us. Right, right. And it's the fastest thing I've ever heard. I still, to this day, like, not, no. I mean, shit, I remember when Sugar, Bone, Thugs and Hi Bone Thugs and Harmony oh, came yeah. out, and you were like, God damn, dude, these Yo, motherfuckers that might are be on it. Well, I took some of that. I did the Post Malone cover, and I took some of the, the Bone Thugs and Harmony stuff, and I actually made the Hollywood's Bleeding a little bit more uh, difficult to sing. Yeah, yeah. It's I. It's like I call it stuttering when you like. Ba -da 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 -da. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you, it's it's kind of like if you had a guitar and you like, like you do a triplet or an arpeggio triplet, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. All, fucking all the guitar players online are like, "Oh my god, yeah. the singer, shut yeah. up and sing." That's that. Dual Why don't technology. you just? That's like die. When, when I sit here and I go like this, and guys are like, "Oh, as an audio guy, to see you twisting that chord just really gets me." Oh, shut up, nerd. Yeah, it's like let me file my dick down yeah. to a fucking input jack so I could fuck my axe effects. Like, <laughs> sick guys, sick. Remote uh, people, regular people, like, what's an axe effects? I'm like, I, me too. I don't yeah. hashtag me too. Nick, 
Dude, I don't know, nigga. Like, you, I don't lose know. you lose me at the music stuff. Um, so that was good. Uh, bad news. Uh, they shot a police officer on my corner on Friday when I came home. And yeah, yeah. I don't so, know if you alert the I live people in, to where you live. But. I live in Venice. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I live in Venice, which is you. I I lived in Venice twelve years ago, and that's where I got um, where I got sober. And then I moved back um, after going to New York for a little bit and traveling around, and um, it's a much, it's very nice. It is very, it's very nice now. Yeah, it's very gentrified it's hipster very, area. Well, it's just like I mean, it was always a very mixed neighborhood, but I just feel like because Venice Google, was popping back in the day, though. Like, yeah, yeah, it was shit, called right? Ghost Town and stuff. So Shoreline Crips are in there. There's still a couple of streets where like the the families are still there and like they they hold it down, but right. it's not it's not the same vibe. They ain't active and shit. Well, it's just like it's just not like I don't know. It's not. It's like in Harlem. Like a lot of the drug deals in Harlem don't mess with the hipsters because they don't want the cops in their neighborhood. And they, I think that most drug dealers realize like white people spend more money on drugs. Yeah. So like this, you know, they get, they get charged twice the price, and no one argues. They're like, oh yeah, well, no, no problem. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> All the rich kids got to travel somewhere to do drugs. This shit don't discriminate. Well, it's not a good thing. Speaking of rich kids doing drugs, what's up with the opioid crisis? Bro, it, you know, it's like, so I work in the addiction treatment field, you know, as do you. But um, when I came out to California in 2015, it was like this huge influx of like New York, Boston, Jersey. Boom, we all came out oh, here. Yeah, it was, I remember it was that. hitting hard. This was kind of right around when the fentanyl thing started and i yeah. think kind of we were doing fentanyl before anyone even knew really that it was yeah, the uh, rehab involved. migration i call it and then you know whatever the new thing was with insurance fraud or however they were getting people out here and now the big influx i'm seeing a lot is a lot of kids from ohio you know so the ohio mm. thing's coming and then you know like that article you sent i feel like the next influx is going to be chicago chicago yeah you know? well if they said chicago i i read this article, um, the the my the, the owner of my record label is Alan Kovac, and he he we talk about this stuff. He's he was very heavily involved with Nikki Six's recovery and Tommy Lee, and and he put out the heroin diary. So re- the recovery community is a is a is a big place in his heart, and um, and I'm just you know just going over this. I think I've been so preoccupied. You know, because I'm in recovery. I do I do Zoom meetings. I mm-hmm. do therapy. I sponsor guys, but. Being outside of going to the rooms collectively, it's it's crazy. There's so many people relapsing and dying. Yeah. You know, what I mean, in the past, in 2000 and what is it, 2018 and 19, more people died of opioid overdose than the Vietnam War. It's fucking like crazy. that's that's crazy. And I mean, this isn't doing anything to help with everyone being locked up. And I mean, I know guys that have had time that committed suicide. I, I'm yeah. going to the VA today to go see a kid that had some time that relapsed and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is this is one of those times where it's, you know, if you're faced with addiction and, and you don't have things in place on how to still deal with that, because a lot of people hate the Zoom meetings. A lot of people need that in-person thing. So, yeah, it's been how I, does somebody how does somebody right now that has 20 days? What's their hope that I can stay so? Because I don't know that I could have done it without that in-person. I don't, vibe. Honestly, I don't know either, man. I don't know either. It's it's a. I don't. I think it's a very good question with a very complex answer. But I think, um, I think it's very it, to me. I think people like us in the community that have time. I. It's as we're talking about this, it's coming into my stream of consciousness. I got. I have to make a more uh, a more of a, an, a conscious effort to reach out to people who are new right. that are in my that are in my sphere. And I think everybody in the recovery community or just family members in general, because, you know, when we talk about addiction, we always talk about the addict and alcoholic. But there for every one alcoholic and addict, there's usually like three to four to ten family members that are directly affected because of, of this person's life. And so, um, you know, it's it, but it is it's a tough thing. It's people people are looking at COVID-19 and. You know, they're like, there are hundreds of thousands of deaths and, you know, and the suicide rate has gone up. Uh, domestic violence. Domestic violence. Uh, the suicide rate is astronomically high. Drug addiction, overdose, relapse. The pedophile shit, I'm sure, with I don't kids know at home. Well, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean. Kids I, that are sexually abused at home that can't go anywhere. Well, I mean, yeah, that's got to be a, I haven't even considered that the nightmare that that is, you yeah. know. So, you know, there's a lot of, it, and it's interesting because, you know, I got, I. 
I get a lot of shit because I don't really, I always get in, tr- like, I guess you can't really call it getting in trouble, but I say what I think and I, I do my own research and I don't, uh, and, and I have my opinions about things. And I think that, you know, we're living in a time where people need to have more open conversations about stuff. And I think because <laughs> the, well, I'll just, I'm sorry, I'll just finish. No, no, you're good. Because I think the recovery community and because the mental health community is being ravaged and devastated by this COVID-19 situation, um, it, it, it kind of, you know, forced me to start looking at into things in a different way. And we could, we'll, can get into that later. Well, I think it's like you said about reaching out to people that are new and shit, because I feel like, and myself included, is, you know, you get sober, things get good, and you develop a life, and you kind of go, I have so much going on today, and I got this, and what time is this, and then the podcast, and then I got to go here, and then I go there, and it's like I don't take 10 minutes to go, man, when I was in a meeting the other day, there was a kid with 30 days, let me give him a call and see how he's doing, I mean, and I think a lot of us become guilty of that, so I, I think that's good that you brought that up. Another thing is... You know, yeah, you you are a very controversial person, and and you use your platform to speak your mind and do what the fuck you want to do. Part of the reason why I wanted to do this with you, um, but how do you? Or I guess it could be a two part. Is is when did you become okay with all the? You get death threats. You get people unfollow you. You get people say mean shit to you. How do you get to a place to develop something that you don't take it personal or that it, you don't let it affect you? Uh, I think that that's kind of the answer is like it's not personal what i can't what i've come to realize and i've been i've been in bands for since i've been in bands signed to labels and have been in controversy since 2007 or six or whatever and you know what i mean Uh, and uh i just like learned that what other people think of me is not my business you know and and when i grasped that concept it really uh it put me in in a in a in a in danger almost because that sense of freedom, it really doesn't matter to me what people think of me. It matters to me that someone says the objective truth, that not my, this is one thing that really bothers me, my truth. This, there's a lot of verbiage that we use in 2020 and 2019 and so on and so forth that are It's this conditioned emotional coddling where we're not able to emotionally evolve because no one, there's this culture of not, if if something's wrong or something doesn't go your way, it's the other person's fault, you know? And it's, and, and for me, you can't emotionally evolve unless you take responsibility for yourself, one. And then when you take responsibility for yourself, you get a better understanding. You start to have dignity and you respect yourself. And some, you know, like yet on two days ago, there was, you know, we had this blackout Tuesday thing, which, you know, I understand the need. People feel powerless, right? There's, there's riots going on and there's, you know, Black Lives Matter are trying to f- do good with a cause and affect real change on a judicial level and a systemic level to fight systemic racism. However, anarchists like Antifa and opportunistic criminals are using the protests to cause mass destruction and chaos for their own, for like either personal gain, which means robbing and stealing, or just destruction and chaos for political reasons, because they hate Trump or whatever their reason is. And the byproduct is, is that all of Americans are being affected by this, you know, and we finally just came out of this situation where... We were in this forced government lockdown because of a virus that was supposed to kill 4 million people. It wound up killing 100,000. The CDC even recanted their numbers. And um, it wasn't as dangerous as, as they said it was going to be. And so, right, it's just kind of weird, the rollout. It was like almost, it, I don't know if it's bad timing, but, you know, fri- the Friday we were supposed to open stores to go shopping again. Yeah. And then, boom, riots happened. And for the first time in American history... There were riots in retail areas, which has never happened in our lifetime. So it seems kind of strange, and then it continues on. So I don't really, there's too many coincidences, and now, you know, now the news is saying that that George Floyd had coronavirus, coronavirus. and I said (laughs) three days ago on Instagram, I was like, I bet you they're going to set, the next thing is going to be, Coronavirus is back. And for some reason, 
I don't know why, but for all 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 the information leads to we can't go outside. White people. No, it's not white. It's not about that. <laughs> The thing people got to realize, it's like it's really us versus them. It's like I, I think the two Dude, government whole, parties are having thing. a civil war. The Democrats and the Republican parties are having a civil war, and they're using the citizenry as their military to fight this civil war that they're having. Most of the things that are going on in this country right now are foreign to Americans because they're uneducated about our dip- diplomacy in other countries and how we go about changing regimes in third world countries when they have leaders that dictators that we don't like and it's happening right here. Well, let me tell you this. As a veteran, right, I seen a video where this lady walks up to these National Guard soldiers and she's like, march with us. Leave this post right now and march with us. We're all in this together. You are protecting power and all this stuff. Right now, as a soldier, I'm thinking to myself, I have orders and I have this and this is I took an well, uh, but I took an, I, but, yeah. but I took an oath to defend this country uh from all you know terrorist domestic and, and foreign and domestic. Um so as a human being if I'm standing there right and it's like you know I have a sergeant and a captain and all these guys they make the call. So if my captain starts marching with them is then it okay for me? I I feel like there was a lot of guys standing there that went like I honestly wish I could, but I'm under orders. Like, nothing would have been cooler to me than to see actually that unit go, you know what, you're right, and fall in with the people. Because if that happens, and I'm military forces. You saw that with a lot of the police officers. Yeah. That was the the role that Flint, Michigan, and Miami. I saw somewhere in Long Island where the cops are marching, and people are on the side of the roads going, fuck you, and all this shit to the cops. And Mm -hmm. it's like, bro, this has become such a banana shit that... I don't even want to go on Facebook anymore because it's like blue lives matter, white lives matter, all lives matter, black lives matter. Fuck you. Fuck him. Fuck this. You don't know shit. So ch- I know everything. So Half these out, people never out. even been into a fist fight. But this is the inter- had an eviction notice on their fucking door. Like but this is the interesting thing. Like we have to take a step back of this, and instead of playing tag on the blame of who's who, who to who to who to who this that the other, there's a greater scope. So the bird's eye view of this, if you could like, so if you zoom out on all the fighting warring factors someone is invested in this happening right right who is making money off of this who is a like and i don't know i don't know some people are like it's trump's fault and other people are like the dnc and drain the swamp but who the fuck knows the reality is is that the longer that we continue to take the bait and it's like i said react off emotion the more our country is in trouble and yeah. the reality is, is that, you know, if we don't like sometimes the best action is inaction, you know, and right now, any more like smashing and looting and any escalation is only going to lead to to more problems. And what I am afraid is going to happen is I think there's a there's I think there's a bait and switch game going on. And I think that. And again, I'm not I'm not affiliated with either political side. Yeah. But so this is my overview. So because I say things and I'm like, people are like that's crazy. But at the top of coronavirus, I said this is going to happen. Then this is going to happen. Then there's going to be social and civil unrest. And then there's going to be race riots. And people are like, you're my friends were like, you're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. And then look at me a now. Week, yeah, Ow. and a week later, a week ago, all my friends were like, "Bro, what's going to happen next?" I'm like, yeah. "I don't know." You're the new Nostradamus. I want to be, be wrong. Yeah, I don't want to be right. I want to come to you, you but there's start so much. Book. But there's so much information in plain sight that you can look at. And so what I like the way this looks to me is the DNC does not have a candidate that can beat Trump. Joe Biden cannot is not going to beat Trump. But here's the thing, Kenny. and and Joe Biden also lost a black vote by and he also in does one weird shit to kids' heads in one sentence. Yeah, so if he can't beat Trump, they're going to have to overthrow him. So they're making moves to try to overthrow the president. So, okay. So, and whether you think that's okay or not, I, no, I, I'm not here to debate that. A look, lot. Dude, some people I've, might be like, I've never some people voted might in my life, okay. and I really don't know that I ever will. I don't yeah. know. I just I feel like you know, 
I don't know, dude, how I feel about that. I feel like no politicians. I feel like there's been no decent candidate. And I don't yeah. want to just go, eh, I guess I'll vote for this one. Because when they all suck, they all suck. What, what do I, well, I'm fucked either way. That's the, that's the majority of critical thinkers are like, well, I can't vote for this person because this person is ridiculous. And I'm definitely not voting for that person. But what do you do? We, we, it's not really a two-party system. It's just where we are programmed. Right. There could be an independent yeah, yeah. candidate, and everyone could be like, you know what? That I would love to see that. Yeah. Everyone be like, you know what? We're not doing this anymore. Like, Dude, I said know, this before. So we're like going to make rock, The Rock the, the rock president. Yeah. The fucking president. <laughs> you get The Rock as the president. <laughs> you get Will Smith as the vice president. You know what I mean? Well, I just, this is, we're going to do this You bring back the Attorney General Janet Reno. One more thing, <laughs> and then fucking we're done with this because it's been, it's too much. Yeah. It's, okay. <laughs> what, but, what else? So we got, there's been riots. There's been this. There's been that. All this shit. We're making it. So w- w- people know that there's an issue right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does it go? How do people stop doing all this shit? Who goes, here's our demands, this is what we want. We get a new president, we get a new chief of police. What happens that people go, cool, I'll go back to work and stop breaking shit now or protesting? What, what's the, that's what I, I don't get what the end result of the, all this the, is. Who goes, The left an wants Trump out and all this stuff is a guise. These are all, and it's not. And that's not going to happen though. But just listen to what I'm saying. All, look, we can't, we can't ignore the systemic racism and the underserved in the, the african-american community it's just a fact but so but so to is fix this, it is this so a, is this a race issue knowing that yes a white no, cop killed him but there was an asian black there were other minority well, cops there with him is, is this just not a power against people like that don't have power a badge to i can do whatever the fuck i want well you have to look at the way that the media spins everything like the there was an african-american orderly who beat an elderly man that and filmed it but it didn't say uh african-american or black orderly beats elderly white man it just said employee beats white you know it's white cop kills black God man. Damn it! I'm going out with a white lives matter today. But Fuck the, this. You're insane. Uh, <laughs> so don't go back there. Uh, and uh, so it's just it, it's all about spelling and verbiage and the way that we say things um, because the news is invested in sensationalism and they right. they they're competing. The networks are competing with the compute. No, they're competing oh. with the internet. And independent news and social media. So if you're not utterly terrified, you're not going to watch the news. So it has to be so dramatic. So the news is basically has Hollywood writers writing their headlines now. This and this is the this a fact. It is. And the, the, CIA, the CIA is 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 heavily in, involved in in culminating narratives. That seem like blockbuster movies, and look at what's—I mean, dude, yeah. What we say, MSNBC took World War Z yeah, yeah. <laughs> and put a picture <laughs> of it. What? You gotta be but fucking honestly, kidding dude, me, dude. I haven't watched the news in probably two years, and then the other night when we were talking, and you texted me, and you're like, "Dude, the fucking whole world's on fire right now," and I'm like, "What?" And you like put on the news, and I put on, and now CNN's just been fucking playing in the background in my living room with yeah, all this madness, and I'm like, just, "You fucking sucked me in, dude. You got me into the thing, and I'm, now my girlfriend wants to fucking. She's ready to build a bunker. Wants to learn how to fucking because, take karate because it's it that what they're doing with the news instead of reporting their report each news channel, whether it be Fox or CNN or whatever. They have their own political affiliations, and they are reporting the news. Right. Based, well, it's, it's what's the story you're going to sell? What's going to sell? They're selling fear? to a certain demographic, but I have noticed that there is a much more vast, anxious, wavering terrorist mentality behind networks like CNN. Yeah. They terrorize. People, humans, yeah. It's like Clockwork Orange. Like, hold your eyes open and watch all this horrific shit, and then try to f- try to rectify. Because their job is to the 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 freedom of the press. They're supposed to be blowing the whistle on on all politicians and all sides, and not have. But you can't do that anymore because these massive companies are owned by people with their own agendas. So we don't even get the the. By the time the information, some like uh, we get into a fist fight, right? And I definitely win. Sure. And it gets filmed. And there's a news crew. 
white supremacist oh. beats up black man. Yep. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Tommy was such a great guy. He, he so gave much to charity. Community. He's a yeah. lead singer. Oh, this guy was an ex-convict. Oh, he did this, da da da. Oh, but if I beat fuck. you up, they're yeah. like, Shucks. they're like Black Lives Matter on, yeah. on Fox. Black Lives Matter assaults yeah. ex-veteran. Yeah, yeah. It's so really you have to good. look. These two sides right. are fucking with us. Black Panther. Yeah, and then, <laughs> but that's the fucking problem. It is. is that, no, and people right. are right. so invested that this information is fucking right. real. It's all bias. And the and like you can't rely on that anymore. So right. people it would have never to, be two dudes getting into a fight over a yeah, chick in Venice. But, but back in the know? day, that's what it was. Right. Like right. two assholes got into a fist fight. Right. What happened? Uh, they went to jail. We threw them yeah. in the drunk tank. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we beat them both up a little bit. And then a week later, we're in the same place drinking again. Yeah, together, drinking you know with I mean? the with the cops right. too. <laughs> like that's an East Coast thing. Um, <laughs> fuck, dude. Well. I don't know. Lighter I mean, notes. Lighter. Yeah. Notes. There's a thousand other things you'd get into with this, but fuck that. What shows you watching right now? What am I watching? What are you watching? The news. No, <laughs> I haven't had time. I know. Dude. I just finished a biography, and so every day is just emails. You know what? What's I the did? word on that with a date? You got a date for that? Oh, uh, it's we're we're shopping for publishers right now. So there's a couple different deal offers on the table, but it's about you know uh, for people who don't know when you write a book, it usually takes eighteen months to come out. But we're gonna try to put a rush on it. Um, Tommy's got a sick coloring book coming but, out. But what I what I did uh, there's a movie coming out in September called Snow Babies, and it's actually sounds racist. No, it's well, it's about the opioid crisis. It's about. Uh, teenage kids and how they're dealing with the opioid crisis so is it a documentary or is it a no no it's kids no it's like a film it's like a real film like kids where it's like filmed kind of real but still a movie it's yeah it's kind of like that yeah kids is great too yeah that was raw this one is this is this is tackling suburbia though and it's because that's where the opioid crisis is really going crazy yeah So, so that movie is going to come out in September, and um, it's affiliated with with our record label. And so, I'm going to be doing some a lot of cool work to help promote that, and kind of just spread awareness to people who don't know. And I mean, you you know you you have danced with heroin, you know what I mean? I have. We've what, been on a few what, dates. What would you say the hardest part of getting off heroin was? Dude, it's it kind of like once you get into that grips of doing it, you know, because a lot of people go like, why would you ever even try that? No idea, but I don't recommend it because mm. once you get into that and then it's like, well, if, even times I relapse and it's like you do it and you don't you don't do it for three days and you go like, ah, all right, this isn't bad. Once you do one day, two days, you get these back to back days, you go, I'm fucked. I'm yeah. fucked because I know I'm going to get dope sick and I know how awful that feels. And when it comes to being dope sick, I'm the biggest pussy on earth. And like, I'll take two minutes of it and go, I can't do it. Give me something. So like, I always have to go to treatment. Even when I've gone to jail or got arrested, that still hasn't done it. Like for whatever reason, I go to treatment. They take my phone. I sit down. I do what I have to do and like feel it. And it's it's tough, man, to go through those withdrawals and never mind the physical, your mental of like your emotions are fucking, you're sad. Yeah. emotional ability it's it's a lot to take on and i think a lot of people go fuck it i'm not strong enough to do this and it's like if you just push a little bit and get through that Mm -hmm. now you've got through what i think is the toughest part now it's how do i learn how to have purpose how do i learn how to love myself how do i learn to be someone that like because my whole life my whole life i'm told i don't matter or that i'm a piece of shit or i'm a failure or all i am is an ex-con and i'm only going to be this only gonna be that and my achievements aren't as high as my failures then i just go like fuck it i accept it i'm that's why so the recidivism rate is so high in prison like mm-hmm. what am i supposed to do i'm an ex-con i'm gonna do what i know i'm gonna keep committing crime and hope i don't get caught mm-hmm. so um i think it, you come to this place of like how can, what can I do to change my life? And, and until you meet other people like you and I that offer hope and hey man, you know, and that's why like I stay late after my groups and talk to these guys and go mm-hmm. like, dude, two years ago I was a fucking disaster. Yeah. And if I'm where I'm at today, there's no reason why anyone else can't. It's just like, do you want to get uncomfortable? Do you want to talk real shit? Do you want to get vulnerable? Or are you going to feel like a pussy? And I'm, my whole life was stop crying. I'll give you something to cry about. Yeah, same. And until I realized that I'm a human us, yeah. being and it's a lot, I'm allowed, guess what? I can cry and still, if you want to go out back, we can fucking slang them things. And that's, <laughs> I was under the impression that all of a sudden I'm going to be like, hi guys. And please don't, you know, cause I didn't want to be a victim and like people yeah. are going to pick on me and make fun of me. And that's not true. Yeah. No, I mean, that's one of the funniest things I like that. It's funny that. 
because people, some people who knew me uh, before I got sober and I was wild, bro. I used to get in trouble. I, I mean, I got, I beat people up. I got my ass kicked. Like it, and then, you know, I a couple years after I got sober, I stopped getting out of trouble. And, you know, I had a guy boot up to me at a bar uh, that I was meeting somebody to, to discuss a music project, you know, and I threw him down the stairs. <laughs> And uh, just real quick, just nonchalantly. Yeah, like he, well, he was like, he's like, you're a pussy now that you're sober. I was like, oh, okay. And yeah. I threw him down the stairs. Not a good moment, right? Not a good moment. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, he got the picture. Just because you get sober doesn't mean you're like I'm. Actually, it's I'm more liable. Like I have to do I breath know. work. I have to meditate. I don't have the alcohol and the cocaine and the pills to justify that shit. Not to justify to fucking keep. The dog yeah, in the cage, the, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, some, yeah. sometimes the downers are like yeah. you, the, the mix, the cocktail going up, going down, and then, you know, you put meth well, in the mix, and it's a, just all it's like out of control. I was a big fan of heroin because it would just be like, yep, I'm cool, do whatever, say whatever you're doing, see you later, you know? But yeah. I agree. I've even had, like, I had a guy cut me off on the highway not too long ago, and, like, I, I was already in bad headspace, and yeah. I was like, I'm game. And he's doing the finger out the window, have and I'm like, did, I'm killing you. Have you did, uh, have you ever done neurofeedback? Wait, well, do you I, have, do I you actually, have PTSD? Yeah. Okay, so do so I. So okay. I actually, who we see, just reached out to me to see her. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, this, that's right. I'm forgetting. You week. introduced yeah, me to I her. Yeah. You onto it. Dude, so the funny thing is, is when too, right before the COVID thing happened, I was coming from, because I was getting out of a, a relationship, I was and I was like dating this girl who was like, she was, yeah. she's a great person and she's a, a, a really amazing person, but within the confines of a relationship, <laughs> she's like, red flag. No, she's like, you know, Joseph Stalin. Like, <laughs> like it's not somebody you want to like date. You know what nah, I mean? Because the but, switch happens, and then she's like, "Oh, but, I'm gonna murder you your know, whole life." But the thing is, is that uh, so I was going to neurofeedback because I could not deal with the constant right. emotional. But physical I think this abuse. goes back to what you said about what do you but do? But the neurofeedback. Listen, this is the thing. I almost got hit by a car coming out of neurofeedback, and no, you know what happened? I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh, cool." I was like, "Oh, you know," and I was just like, yeah. "Oh my like, damn, that was close." And I kept walking, and I was like, and that guy, my, I started driving home, and I was like, oh, my God, I, I need to flip the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, Dude, my God, it's working. I'm telling you, that's another one of those things, breath work, neurofeedback, one of these things when people go, what did you do to change so much? And I'm like, dude, honestly, I, neurofeedback for me was one of the, I had to put in the least amount of effort and got the most result from. Well, so for, so for people who don't know what neurofeedback is, why don't you explain the process? So you, you go into this when I so when I first started you used to go in and, and they hook up these things to different spots of your head and it's to re-regulate your brain waves. And it, I, you know, I'm not a fucking brain scientist or whatever. So a neuro Yeah, surgeon. neurosurgeon. So yeah. anyways, they hook you up to this thing and when I first did it, you used to play these like dumb as shit video games, like something on Atari, and it's just over and over repetitive and like that kind of and then they upgraded to this place of where you just literally watch Netflix and what happens is the screen gets smaller and bigger and flashes and every time like I have a lot of face ticks from I have uh uh nerve damage in my face mm. and um, every time I blink or you grind your teeth or do anything, it'll take the sound away and makes it white. So I feel like in a way you're watching it and you don't want to miss shit. So you concentrate on not doing that stuff and it really keeps you focused. And I don't know, dude, and it's not like you do it and go, oh my God, I'm great. But after 10, 15, 20 sessions and I'm yeah. like, wow, I haven't literally thought about killing anybody in a fucking while. And that's crazy when every day someone was liable to get killed, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, but you know, that's one of those things where you and I were talking when you were going through that shit and I was dealing with some stuff at the time. And like, I think that's the thing of how does someone stay sober in this kind of time? How does someone deal with this? Like you find someone that you can relate to. Hey, I'm going through this. Hey, I'm going through that. And then you're like, what else besides breathwork? And I'm like, dude, check out neurofeedback. Mm-hmm. And then I send you a number. And you and like that's how this world works is connection. And one person goes to the next one. And like, why am I? I if I, I wish that I knew about this shit. Oh, yeah. Years ago. Oh, I wish I was know? going for a decade. It'd be great. It's insane. Yeah, I so, can't wait to go back. So this is one thing that's interesting. So you know, uh, so this is how this is how my brain works because I'm constantly paranoid. So I'm like, the neurofeedback is basically you're watching 
a, a video game or a movie and as it's going the way that you react to it causes you to have a composed mental calm state this technology most definitely can be reversed and can be subconsciously played through the news so i noticed something <laughs> every one of my friends who watches certain channels talk really fast whenever you talk about anything anything that does deals with politics watch for the fast talkers that means they're watching mine. It's fucking MK Ultra shit, dude. And I like I you know I don't you even know what that is. MK Ultra is a like CIA program. It's a patent where they they use you they can oh. mind control you through a television, and it's so like a conspiracy theory and blah. But the CIA actually coined the term conspiracy theory. So I don't know about any of this yeah, shit being real, but I just like I like to imagine. I you know I used to trip out, so I'm like yeah. yo like I'm like wait if this is working to make me calm, couldn't they reverse the feed to make people nuts? And then I started noticing all my friends who were like, yeah, and then this, and, blah, 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 blah. and then I've been thinking about, oh, all the people who watch this channel all since yeah, all 2016. Like meth. Yeah, like they're on meth, like methamphetamine. Uh, you ever talk to anybody on meth? They're like, and then, yeah. oh yeah, and then this, and then this person in the tree, and then, the, you know what I mean? Like they see shadow people, like, yeah. you know? And I'm like, this is fucking trippy, bro. It's really trippy super hyper vigilant <laughs> hyper responsive and they and the thing is that you can ask 20 of these people the same question and they say the same thing they right. they say the same response so anyway i just thought that was interesting it, that really tripped me out i also did um so skipping from conspiracy theories and paranoia <laughs> back to recovery <laughs> Did you do EMDR treatment ever? Yeah. Um, that so, did not work yeah, for me. Yeah, so EMDR oh is like, it can do two things. They can do the fingers, and then they can do like the either the tapping or they have the yeah. clickers. Um, I found that uh, this worked a little bit better for me than the clicking, but I had like one session that was pretty intense, and the rest of the time I I do it and go, oh, what's the painting on the wall? Oh, is that a bird? I just, I didn't have the focus yeah. for it. It didn't make sense to me, so I didn't really get much out of emdr i know people that have and maybe it depends on who does it you know but um no i did i went to a yeah, specialist I, and i it was not a good time for me i really, was like a mess yeah i mean when it comes to things of outside the program if you will breath work and uh and and neurofeedback were the two that really uh changed a lot for me in the way of perspective and how i thought about myself how i you know viewed the world i guess mm -hmm. my perspective um, but you still didn't answer the fucking question. What show? You're not watching any shows. I'm not watching any shows. Oh, for the uh, record, Tommy just got a TV, which he never. Uh, every time I've been to his house, has never been a television. Well, I just got a. Why well, just? Then hold on. Then he got a TV, and it sat in the box for fucking another week. Then it was out of the box, finally set up with all the tape still around it, with the energy saving thing. And I'm like, kid, take the fucking tape off. But do you see why television. I refused it? I so first of all, a woman bought me that television. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Um, and I don't watch TV. I don't. You know, he had watch nothing set up. TV. There was no fucking. But know. that's the thing. I haven't watched. This is why I have not watched the television. Because the fucking MK Ultra is going to get you, dude. No, because like I don't. Well, this is the thing. The only time, like in my, me and my, obviously me and my ex lived together. We had a television. We and but I only watched. I watched Disney Plus and I watched The Mandalorian. I watched Game of Thrones. And then I just watch reruns of movies like that I already love, or like if something new comes out. All right, so Game of Thrones. You're a fan of Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, Die Hard. Yeah, Game we, of this, this whole 2020 is the final season of Game yeah, of Thrones. I know. There's uh, guys, ice dragons are coming. You think it's over? You think you think COVID's bad, dude? COVID soon. People are going to turn into White Walkers. That's going to be this new <laughs> strand of COVID. Aren't we already out there? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, it's like they're gonna some meth head is gonna get infected with COVID and then like fuck a donkey and then there's gonna be a new virus and they're all gonna fucking. Then all the Black Lives Matter people are going to turn white and lose their melanin, and it's going to be a fucking <laughs> apocalyptic fucking...
So I, I, fucking, I could already see the more death threats that are going to be coming into my course. inbox from this. Yes, that's fine. And then there's going to be an Tommy, ice dragon and a Vex. giant. They're going to fucking kill Send us all. all your death it's going to be great. I'm getting a texting them to me right now. Um, Fuck you. You dude, should die. No. I fucking just finished season four of Animal Kingdom, which is a fucking, first of all, the movie's dog shit. Is that a, um, what do you call it, uh, Amazon? It's, yeah, on Prime, and it's like, you know, it's based off an Australian movie that I think is horseshit, but... Uh, oh, it's the, a show? The seri- yeah, the show is based in, like, Oceanside, like, Southern California, and it's like a family, and they do heists and robberies and shit. And is like, it a true story? Nah, it's it's fake, but... Oh, okay. They, so the, the, but the thing behind Animal Kingdom is I just finished season four, and season five, they have, like, two or three episodes left, and because of COVID, it got cut. They were going to put out what they had, but then since it's been so long, people will be left on fucking episode eight, so they're just waiting so that they can release the whole thing. So Yeah, yeah. You know, but, I, the, but people were supposed to be able to, the the film industry was supposed to go back to work know, Friday, last Friday. What a coincidence. Yeah. So. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We should have a thing. We should take a poll from the <laughs> listeners of what is going to be. I'm going to go with I, this is where I'm going to go with Steven Spielberg, right? Civil War breaks out, mm-hmm. ET two, and the left go to Steven Spielberg and the and the paleontological community, and they bring dinosaurs back, and motherfuckers are riding dinosaurs. Yeah, dinosaurs of freedom. At this fucking rate, there's nothing that will shock me. Yeah, guys, but you know, if you have questions, uh, <laughs> you know, we still have a segment called Gentlemanly Advice. So feel free to send your questions to Tommy, to myself, to the Deviant Gentleman Instagram. Gentlemanly advice. Yeah, you know. Just we'll give you some advice or send any questions or tell me what you hate about Tommy and I'll probably agree with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, are you too cool for TikTok? Uh, I don't go on TikTok because China, it's a <laughs> Chinese company and the Pentagon actually mandated all in all government employees and their family, including their children, are forbidden right. yeah, to have that. TikTok apps on yeah. any of their devices, period. And it's punishable by law. So what uh, do you prefer Reynolds wrap for your tinfoil hats? No, no, no. So what I'm gonna do is I'm getting another phone, a separate phone, and I'm a putting burner for TikTok. No, so. for all my social media that's not not that has nothing to do with the my bank stuff or right. any of that other no, stuff. That's smart. But listen, I don't listen. I don't come up with this shit. This right. is the, like you gotta understand. I I I have a lot of friends in high places right. and i do what they tell me yeah I like i'm it. not i'm like i, I don't want the news i don't go and look up conspiracy theories i'm like yo bro i you know i have the ability to text message some important right. people and they're like you should not do this and i'm like why and then wow. they send me an article and in an interview clearly like, they don't oh. care about followers so no they're not allowed to have any <laughs> i know <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> a fucking tough life it's a, um, it's rough, bro. Listen, nah, TikTok's fucking. You know why I like TikTok right now though, because it's a break from everything that's going on, and people still just fucking well, being yeah. silly gooses. You yeah, know? yeah. Now it makes sense that TikTok is a good time, right? Because outside of all the drama going on, I'm just like, why would I make a video of me like doing some weird dance? Right, you know what yeah, I mean. I'm, yeah, but I'm now not, I'm, I'm like, all that, but. now I'm like, I need to make some videos of me doing some weird dances. Yeah. I'm like, I can't take this shit, yeah. dude. I put on the troll soundtrack in the morning and wake up. I cook I'll breakfast. I'll get you on, my, on the fucking TikTok. Screen. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> like, fucking a. How much time do we yeah, got? What are we looking at, Mike? What do we got? About twenty. Fifteen, 15 minutes. Cool. What should we talk about? Um, Anthony Frisella just texted me. Shout out. Oh no, no, Andy. What did he just? Yeah, Andy, what's up? Is. What up, Andy? Good I got to see pe- you, guy. Andy's from First Form. He's the owner. Hey, man. Good peeps. Good to see you. Real peeps. Word. Word. Um, who should we get on the show? We should ask everybody who should we have yeah, on the show. Yeah, who do you guys want to see on here? Uh, I probably know more people than Tommy, but, um, you know, if uh, you guys got any recommendations, um, Tommy's nutritionist, you know. My nu- I don't have a nutritionist. <laughs> we broke up. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, my personal trainer yeah um, we should have justin so we're putting together a riot squad Did I t- oh, oh yeah, yeah you're yeah, on yeah. the text yeah, yeah yeah which i'm so fucking happy i get to be on this text and listen to a bunch of heroes now but at any rate um, well listen you know come yeah, on with me your buddies oh you're not a marine you're army I am. oh yeah it's not I the am. same yeah that's okay yeah, still whatever. counts tomato tomato yeah um yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, look at uh, the fucking whole militia thing. Is like, do you think that's necessary right now? 
Do I think it's not that? It's just property owner stuff. So most of the property owners in the neighborhood, neighborhoods, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody in the neighborhood is basically like all the Gold's Gym guys. Like you know, they're all. Everyone's like, listen, be a lot of testosterone in one place, folks. Well, I mean, like nobody is. It's not everybody. Basically, is just like doesn't want homes and built and businesses destroyed. Right. Everyone's for the protest, but the problem is, is that there's well, look at these, what didn't get. Damage people that had AIs and weapons. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, I mean, fucking. It's a weird time. It is. It is. It's a weird time. Um, well, why don't we do a little bit of fucking gentlemanly advice? Okay, know? yeah. You got All questions? Right. Let's do. do that. I got a couple. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's so, uh, first one. My girlfriend, this may or may not have been written in by a man named Shane Vitkovich. My girlfriend uses an excessive amount of toilet paper every time she steps foot in the bathroom. She uses it for everything and has clogged the toilet more than once. How do I monitor or restrict her TP usage? Dude, my girlfriend uses toilet paper. I don't know what for. This is your question? Yeah. Oh, I know. That's Bananas, an easy one. Well, I, I told her, like, I'm going to start leaving, like, this, like, squares that she's allowed to use throughout the day, and that's it. It's fucking bananas. I don't know. My initial thing would be to take all the rolls of toilet paper and strip them down till like till they're just like a little bit. <laughs> just leave that. That's, and then just leave that that's out. I gotta start rationing, dude. I gotta get a lockbox. And, and then like when it's the, the last when it's the last piece, you should draw like a marker, like a little the guy Use from Jigsaw. <laughs> no, yeah, I want to play a game. Like <laughs> I don't know. It's a tough one. Just uh Yo, just make her go somewhere else. Are you a no. are you a are you a folder or a baller? So when you use the toilet paper, do you fold it nicely or do you just ball it up and get in there? No, I'm a I'm like a yeah. I don't fold it. No, like no. That's they say people that ball it up are psychopaths. I used to ball it up and then I yeah, read, yeah. I read that in prison. I read an article and then ever since then I've been a gentleman and now I fucking fold it and then fold it again and fold I it. I use baby you get wipes a, you too. You get a though. better overall because if you I'm ball a, it I'm up a, and get in there, then what? It's like me, you, you so fold what I, it, you so, get shit on. So you. let's be let's be clear. First of all, have, I agree you, ever, with baby have you used a bidet? I have not. Oh, bro. My friend's mother used to have one, and I thought it was for your feet. Let me explain something to you. This is what America is. This is would be the solution to all the problems right now because everyone's so full of shit. <laughs> we need bidets. A bidet is a toilet. It's a second toilet. So you take a shit, and, and, sit on that one and, and then you get on the other one, asshole. and a spout comes up, and it cleans your butthole. Yeah. I got a clonic before. This is not that. <laughs> it was awful. It's not it that. It's awful. Yeah, but listen, bidets, the solution, it, it, get your girl a bidet. She'll never use toilet paper again. Yeah, There's I no need for toilet order, paper. I think you can order ones that hook onto the toilet. But dude, what's the, that. people are like, ooh, we, like when the COVID-19, we need toilet paper. I'm like, you need a bidet. You're walking around with shit ass. Yeah. I take a shower, like I'm so weird about poo. <laughs> I shower like three times, like I don't take a full yeah. shower, but if I have a, if I have like a not- Sick ghost turd. Right, right. I get in the shower. There's nothing better than when you give a wipe and it's clear and you go. Okay, yes. so you know about this psyllium husk. Fuck is that? Okay, psyllium husk is pure fiber. You can get it at any store. Well, just uh, tighten up your caca. No, what it well, what it does is it makes you all your poop ghost shits. Oh, right. so it like it and basically you drink it like you put it in a cup and you you have to it coagulates immediately. So you have to pour water in and shoot it before you go to bed. When you wake up in the morning. Good your poop is going to just it cuz what it does is it pulls all the shit out of your intestines like all the bacteria all everything and then you just poop and wow. then you wipe once and you go to fucking work no, you and you don't have to deal with all this you don't have to you have to tell me oh yeah dude is. it's um, it's amazing yeah, I, uh, uh, yeah. Psyllium husk. Ladies, if your dude's trying to get in the back door, psyllium husk yeah, the night before. Husks. You know what I mean? Um, there <laughs> it rhymes there, too. There's a free fucking shout out for them. Um, there you go. What, what was I going to say? Um, Even dude, works for the gays. The, the, <laughs> the worst is when you shower and get out and then I have to shit immediately. That's usually the story of my life. No, the worst is when, so this is the worst. You might know this from, from being in the army. You take a shower and you take a fucking whack shower, like a festival shower, yeah. and then you have to shit in a porta potty. Yeah, no. I, Anyone who's done construction or worked at festivals, it's dude, the when it's I was a nightmare. It, I went to Woodstock '99 and sniffed cocaine, and then went to the porta potties and puked and shit everywhere. It was a fucking nightmare. An awful decision. At that point, you might as well go in the woods. Yeah, it was an awful. It decision. doesn't matter who sees you, you know. Um. Okay. Uh, so this is an actual one that someone sent me on the thing. Okay. Uh, Tommy, I love your music. Shane, I love your humor. You guys uh, come off so naturally cool. 
I wish I had the characteristics you both have. Were you guys always like this? Because I'm still in high school. I get bullied a lot, and I always wish I looked like you guys. Oh, yeah. I got tortured in school. Yeah, yeah I got bullied. I was, uh, I mean, I was, I got bullied almost until I was like 18. What do you think it takes to get, because I was the same. I was very shy and like awkward and then kind of, you know, got, I don't know, life experiences and stuff, but like, what what makes people more outgoing or not be so introverted? Or how do you think that you are able to be you? I don't know. I why, think... why do people say things about you and I as we come off as like these certain type of guys? And, and why does not everybody have that ability? Or what is it that we do differently? Well, I think I think that there's the armor phase, right? So like there's like working out and tattoos and being aggressive it is a phase and a, a young man's phase. And it's the byproduct of abuse. I've experienced tons of abuse. I've experienced racism, you know. And I, and I'm somebody I you know I'm mixed, and I got picked on by white kids, but I had white friends who you know I remember getting like dudes calling me nigger, and then my friend Matt beat the shit out of them, and so I made the distinct difference. And then I remember going to school and getting picked on by black kids, and my friend Darren and Keyshawn beat this other guy up. You know what I mean? And I was like, I was a fat kid. Keyshawn was an Irish friend. Yeah, sure. yeah he was Irish. Yeah, yeah. Figured. But so, so the, you know, my life experience of being integrated into into so many different races in New York was like, yo, there's just good people and bad people. So that 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 was that has that's part of race identity. But that was the what attributed to some of the abuse that I experienced growing up. I did experience racism on if both sides. You had sides. a kid right now that was getting bullied in school. How, is the answer, I'm going to teach you how to fight and punch this kid in the face? Because that's what I think. Well, we grew, where I grew up, it was like if you, you, know, if you go to school and the, if you're getting bullied and you go to school, you know, the, dad, where the kind of dad mentality is like, if you get your ass kicked one more time, I'm going to kick your ass. And then that shit is scary. Yeah. So then you take a brick and you smash a kid's face and but, you end up in the principal's office and your parents have to yell at you in front of right, the principal, right, but right. then you go home and they get you. Oh, like, you like, want an ice cream. You know what I mean? But I don't know, no, if, that's, but I mean, I don't know I, if that's toxic I know, masculinity, well, which I, I think right. is a made-up term. Yeah, but I, well, that's debatable. But yeah, um, I think that it is on some level. I think there's negative core beliefs and yeah, like yeah. false masculinity or, so, or what it means to be a man. But yeah, so, it, but I feel like right now it's the day and age of like my kids getting bullied and what I'm supposed to go to school and talk to the principal. I need you to know that little Roger's been getting bullied and it's not fair. No, dude. Well, I'm the, not doing well, that. Well, this is the thing. The back in the day. Community. I want to go to the kid and be like, well, I'm going to beat the well, shit you just, out of your father but if the, you don't stop. Well, you don't even have to do that to the kid. It, the whole thing is like you. the parents have to communicate with each other. Usually, usually, bullies are the children of parents who be, are beating or abusing in a way right. their children. Yes. Or they're being abused by their trauma. older brothers and sisters. There's something going on right. there that that's they go objective. somewhere else where they can do what yeah. happens to them because when they go home, they're not the fucking tough guy. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's how they get. Power. I mean, I've had when I was a kid. I remember not even from bullying, but fighting or whatever. And I've had kids fathers yoke me the fuck up by yeah, the yeah, shirt and against the wall, and yeah, you fucking yeah. and you going. Yeah, I, I hit this kid, and, and then you go home and tell your a, old man, his, and then it's his, a wrap. His dad was a hell's angel, and I got. But put, you do that put now, up dude. The forget post. about it. You can't be grabbing a little kid by the shirt these days. You'll be fucking on the front news. They won't even care about COVID or any other shit going on right now. You'll be the next thing smoking. Yeah, well, this is the this is part of the pussification of the American man. I mean, you see some of the riots and all the things that are going on and the way that these hipster Antifa kids lose their mind. And it's like, it's because there's no consequence and no discipline and no respect for law and order. And that doesn't mean like uh, police stating and it's not not what what life has come to currently, but it's just like, look, it's just you have a responsibility to behave a certain way. And I was also told, like, once I got bigger, it was like, well, it's your responsibility to look out for other people who can't look out for themselves. I, I also you don't know? I also don't like this holier than thou stance that a lot of people start taking now where it's like, look, I know good cops, bad cops, good, black, good, shitty yeah. black. Right. And it's like um, my experiences with. A lot of, you know, stuff like that has been shitty. But for everybody that goes like all cops and all black and all white and it's like, hey, motherfucker, you've never committed crime. Like the thing is, were cops shitty to me? Yeah. Well, you have to look, but was well, I being to, a motherfucker listen, and maybe listen, 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 deserve listen. some of it? What do we just talk about the bullying? This is a projection. So what happens is, is within the African-American community, they've experienced systemic racism for hundreds of years. 
The way that they are taking their power back is by projecting a form of blue racism against all law enforcement in a sweeping generalization to make them feel less disenfranchised by the system that has oppressed them. It's not the police. is it fair for someone to say my people that grew up in Beverly Hills and went to a private school and has lived a fucking fine life? It's a very broad spectrum of my people because do I get to go, well, the Irish and well, the... I don't... Yeah, well, like the problem is is that everyone's lost sight of the fact that we're all Americans like and so it's like if the ship goes down and the Titanic goes down we're yeah. all on it yeah we're all on it so you can be in this part and you can be on that part and da, da, da. this the ship's fucking going down the ship is going down but that's what I love to see about we didn't all answer this, this guy's question though well yeah but you know I don't really know uh I guess you know, the answer bring is bring a gun to school I don't no, know don't <laughs> don't do that don't ever do that that's a that's the pr- the problem is is that I know and he's lot- definitely white so don't do that. Well the the problem is, is that a lot of uh a lot of kids are experiencing this stuff and then you know you can't escape bullying once you leave school anymore because, right, because of, social of social media. media. Right. So there's really like kids learn how to be terrorists on social media um you know and it, and and it's just like Look, and that shit holds a lot of weight, you know. Like, you know, a young kid well, says to a girl, "You're uh, fat online." I mean, that's getting yeah, yeah. into her fucking psyche. Well, the thing is, look, look, the thing, the thing is, is that who you are in high school is not who you're going to be. Yeah, I wish I could. A lot of people, that. a lot of people don't realize that, and so. The, but I think in wait, that hold on. Age, let me finish this thought. Let me finish this thought. In retrospect, it was you know, it was being who I was then right made me who i am now and so that's a phase that you're going through but your social status in high school is not going to make you who does not have to what other people think of you other people's opinions of you does not define your reality and that's what we don't teach young people because you have the exact and i'm going to tell you this i went to high school with some bad motherfuckers and some cool motherfuckers and you know what those motherfuckers are doing now nothing Mm -hmm. nothing they're sick at Call of Duty. Yeah, they're fat. They they look disgusting. They got a bunch of kids with a woman they didn't want to get married to. They never made anything out of their they lives. Have side, and just, they have a side clip for their cell phone on their pants. Yeah, and they're drinking themselves to death, or they're in jail, or right. they just you know all the you know. So it's like, you, but I think all those people you don't necessarily know where your path is going. You define that path, and that's the thing that makes America so sick. That's why so many people come here. Is that you don't have to adopt a mentality of self-victimization. That's what the American dream is. Our ancestors came here. Some were brought here. Some rose up out of oppression. Some escaped oppression in other countries to start a life here. We take it for granted. And everyone is being a goddamn victim. And that everyone is fucking saying somebody else needs to be responsible for my me being a fucking pussy. And that's not the case. You define who you are through your actions. You want to have better self-esteem? Do esteemable acts. You feel like shit about yourself? Get a fucking broom. Go down to one of these damaged stores and help the shoppers clean up the fucking damage. Because that's what I did. I'm not some influencer or what goes around. These fucking stupid ass (laughs) influencers with their fucking black squares or their hands holding. I'm like, so these fucking... And bitches still out there fucking putting pictures of their pussies in their asses. Like, listen, ho. Shut the fuck up. Like, real shit is going down. And and this is what fucking people are doing to try to prove that they're not racist. You don't have to prove yeah. that you're not racist. And don't be ashamed to be whatever color you are. Yeah, you're black don't be or white, ashamed don't to be, be black. Be don't anything. be ashamed to be white. Don't be ashamed to be Just Muslim. Just be a good fucking person. That's it. Just try that out. Try not being a piece of shit. Yeah, that's a, you know, on a regular um, basis. Yeah. Today, I'm going to not be a piece of shit. Yeah, right. You already failed, but keep trying. I know. I wonder um, how many people's feelings we heard today. A lot. You think um, so? But yeah, I think I think also in high school it's very hard to look past high school, right? Because I thought these are the kids I'm going to hang out with forever. This is how I'm going to nope. know none of them, dude. Maybe one or two I still keep in touch with, but you know, and on Facebook. But if it wasn't for Facebook, I probably wouldn't even. I'd talk to maybe two or three people from my hometown. But I feel like in that time, you, your mind is so small, and you don't realize the world that's out there, and it's like. Do what you got to do to survive the bullying and know that it's a fucking phase and it's, well, look it's at this, temporary. Look at the Spartans, right? Look at the movie 300. The guy, the kid turns 18 and they kick yeah, him into the luck. wild. Yeah. That's Go life. fight a wolf. And then he survives and he comes back and he returns a king. Right. That's how it is. 
you know, get the fuck out of here. You, yeah. High school is just is nothing. It's gonna be gone. It's a and then stone. and then by the time by the time you get integrated into into the working system, you're gonna be so fucking miserable that mm-hmm. you're gonna look back at high school and you're only gonna selectively remember the good times anyway. So it doesn't really fucking matter. Dude, I have a completely different perspective on, on on high school when I was in my 20s. And I was like, geez, because, dude, life is hard. So once you get out of that. Get a helmet. Yeah. It's just like, it's, it, you know. It's, That's so, what my dad yeah, used to tell me. We're those old dudes. Yeah, we're the old. They, I'm like the, the guy. old heads. Yeah, that used to sit on the fucking porch and smoke cigarettes yeah. and just watch everybody in the when neighborhood young fuck kids, up. That's when these young kids are like, yo, what's up, OG? And I'm like, yo, what, dude? Back the fuck up, bro. I know. It's almost like, I'm OG like, yeah, yeah, I got gray in my beard. I'm like, yo. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, All right. Well, um, you guys can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, and Anchor FM at Deviant Gentleman Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Deviant Gentleman, at Tommy Vexed, at Shane Vitkovich, at Shane underscore Vitkovich. Um, send us your questions. You gotta change that handle, bro. I tried, dude, and it's taken. Someone, yeah. Or it wouldn't let me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try again. So, okay. Um, because Tommy told me I needed a rock star name, so it's Shane Vitko. So get with the fucking program, guys.